Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Now is absolutely the right time to start investing in real estate. I kid you not, and there's a reason why I put out a couple of shows recently where I'm talking about the market, what's going on right now, and how to protect yourself, how to buy right now and make money, and how to be ready when there's a correction or a crash or anything like that, and always make money if the market goes up, if the market goes down, or sideways where it doesn't do anything, we still make money. I want you to be 100% aware that right now is the best time to start investing. Hey guys, my name is Dustin Heiner with Master Passive Income, and I want to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job by investing in real estate rental property so you never, ever have to work a job again. Now, as we're talking about what the market's doing, what investing is like, and how much money you can make, is everything that I talk about here on the Master Passive Income show where we talk about real estate, I try to help you to understand that it's 100% possible for you, just an average person just like me, to do this real estate investing. Because a lot of people think you have to start with a lot of money or a lot of experience or have a lot of properties already where you, you know you grandfathered in from your parents or grandparents or something like that. No, none of that's true. In fact, with my one-on-one coaching students, if they have any money at all, we can start investing. We can start building the business. Now, the reason why I'm telling you that you need to start investing now. Number one, you need to invest in yourself. You need to learn how to do this business right because I will absolutely tell you that there are so many ways to do this business wrong, but there's only a few ways to do this business right. And how I'm telling you is how I am able to have 30 plus properties and not work a job, which is phenomenal. It's just fantastic. And on top of that, all my students in the Real Estate Wealth Builders, the group coaching community that I have where you get all the courses, on top of that, the one-on-one coaching. All my one-on-one coaching students literally make money every single month from their properties that they buy. Now, you want to start building your business now and learning now so that when there is a good deal that comes up in your market, in your radar, you're like, hey, this is a great deal from a wholesaler or a realtor or an investor or somebody else, you're going to be able to jump on that property because you already have the business built. You already have people ready to do the work for you. And you already know how to make sure that you're making money every single month, $250 or more every single month in passive income. So that's what you want to do. That's your goal is to build the business, get at least one property. Once you have one property, the second property comes so much easier and in fact, so much faster than the first one. And if you would like me to help you actually invest in real estate, where I would coach you like I have all of my hundreds of other students, go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call. B-O-O-K-A-C-A-L-L, all one word. The link will be in the description for you to get started where we can actually start working together and start coaching and getting you ready to build that business, ready to invest. And when a good deal comes, you will jump all over because you're realizing, man, I'm going to make so much money from this property. Now, as we're talking about properties, what we're talking about today in the Master Passive Income Show is the keys to a profitable income property. And I want to share with you how you can buy good, profitable 
income properties. In fact, I'm gonna give you the keys to what is a good profitable income property because not just ones that we could rent out, but ones that we can sell in the future that everybody's either gonna to wanna to rent or want to buy and how you're gonna make money in passive income. First thing that you absolutely need to remember is to buy good investments, do not buy good properties. Now, we don't wanna be spending $500,000 for a property when it's only renting us maybe $2,500. You're not gonna make money because in passive income, you're gonna be losing money because of your mortgage. What we wanna do is buy good investments. Now, a good investment could also be something we have to put money into to fix up, where we force the appreciation up because let's say we clean the carpets, we paint the walls, we put new light switches on, we just make it look pretty, spend about four or $5,000 but it makes the whole entire value go up by 10 or $15,000. So we make money there. So you wanna buy good investments, not good properties. Now the people who buy good properties and have them as investments, it's sad to say, but I love buying properties off of those people because what they do is they don't do it right. They lose money, they have a headache of a time and they finally say, just take it away. I just don't wanna deal with it anymore. I'm like, well, thank you. I'll absolutely take it off your hands for you. And I make them a good offer, one that fits me and hopefully suits them. And then if I buy it, it makes me a lot of money. Now, let me give you the criteria for a profitable income property, one that is a good investment. Now, these are the properties that, number one, everybody's gonna want to rent. Everybody's gonna also want to buy. And I'll give you an example of actually how these are gonna work out. But they're either gonna wanna rent it, they're gonna wanna buy it, they have low prices to purchase the property, the expenses are low because of how we buy them. Families also desire to live in these homes. There's less amount of maintenance on these properties. Also is less expensive to actually fix up and as well as less expensive to maintain over time. These are the types of properties that we are gonna to want to buy. But remember, the number one thing we wanna do is make sure we're making passive income making $250 or more in passive income from every single property. Now I know you wanna get started and I wanna give you something for free, literally for free to get you investing. So you just take this and you start investing. It's my free real estate investing course. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course and it's in the description, but make sure you click on that. And I will literally give you my free real estate investing course where I will show you how to find properties, find a new area of the country to invest all over the country, get money to buy those properties, buy them right, make money in passive income, build the business first, and have a successfully running business. So get my free course. Let me give you the number one type of property that usually I only tell my coaching students, but I will tell you this because you're here with me. You wanna buy a cookie cutter type home. These are the types of home, I know cookie cutter, you might be thinking, what does that mean? These are the types of homes that everybody either wants to rent or wants to buy. These are all over the nation. Now here is really what it comes down to. You wanna find three bedroom homes. Not four, not two, three bedroom homes. You wanna find ones with two bathrooms as well. Three bedroom, two bathroom. You also want the right square footage. 1200 square feet to maybe 15 to 1600 square feet. No less or no more. You also wanna find one with a two car garage as well. And so here is exactly what it's gonna be. Three bedroom, two bath, two car garage, 1,200 to maybe 1,600 square feet, but then also these are the properties that everybody is going to want to rent. And the reason why we have this criteria 
Just imagine this. Well, number one, the reason why we want only three bedrooms is because a two bedroom is horrible. I bought two bedrooms before. In fact, all of my coaching students, if they ever come to me and say, hey, Dustin, what do you think about this property? And I see a two bedroom on it. I say, no, do not buy it. In fact, I'll smack you upside the head, jokingly. I'll smack you upside the head if you buy this property because I'm telling you, it's not gonna work out well. I've seen it over and over again that number one, you're gonna get less in rents because it's less rooms. Number two, people aren't gonna to wanna to buy it because who's gonna want, what families live in a two bedroom house? Very, very few. So you wanna get a three bedroom. Now, a four bedroom, if you get a bigger house, like a 3,000 square foot, five bedroom house, now of course that's nicer, but think of this. How many more walls are you going to need to paint? How many more bathrooms are you gonna to need to change the toilet and fix if there's something leaking? How many more electrical outlets? How many more square footage of carpeting? Everything, there's just so much more. And what's the sad thing is, if you buy the 3,000 square foot house that has five bedrooms, you're not gonna get that much more in rent to offset all of those costs. So if you stick in that cookie cutter home, three bedroom, two bath, 1,200 to maybe 1,600 square feet, no bigger, no smaller, and two car garage as well, you stick to that, people are gonna want to either rent it or buy it. Now here are the main keys for buying a profitable income property. And the first one is passive income and cash flow every single month, money coming in your pocket. I love passive income. That's why this is master passive income where I show you how to quit that J-O-B, that just over broke job by investing in real estate rental property so you never ever have to work a job again. So when you get that passive income, you're gonna be figuring out all of your expenses. So add up all your expenses, your taxes, your insurance, your mortgage payment, your property manager fees, any repairs, vacancy factor, you add all of that up. Then you take your income, which is how much you could rent the property for. Expenses minus your income, that difference there is your passive income. That's the number one thing we do. And I have so many people that come to me and say, hey Dustin, what about this property? I said, well, you're literally gonna be losing money in passive income. Do you really wanna do that? Like you buy that property on day one, you're putting your own money. You're working for somebody else, that J-O-B, that just overbooked job, and you're taking part of that money you're paying for that house. Do you want that? And every single time, no, no, I wanna make money from this so I can quit my job. See, now I have 30 plus properties. With these 30 properties that make me a minimum of $250 a month in passive income, I actually do not have to work. I literally can just make YouTube videos and have fun. So this is what I want for you, to where you realize that if you buy one property that makes you $250 a month in passive income, that is $3,000 a year in income, an extra income on top of what you're already making. And imagine your boss comes to you and says, hey, Dustin, I wanna give you a $3,000 a year raise. You would say, oh, no, no, I'm good. No, I don't need that. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say that. You'd say, yes, sign me up. What do I need to do to get $3,000 more? Now imagine if you had 10 properties, remember one, making you $250 a month, got you $3,000 a year. 10 properties will make you $2,500 a month and $30,000 a year in passive income. Imagine that. Now let's just do one more. Let's say you got 20 properties. That is $60,000 a year in passive income. You could quit your job. That's $5,000 a month. I kid you not, if you got $5,000 a month, you would literally be able to quit your job because no way would you need to work anymore because you have your expenses paid for. So that's passive income. Focus number one on passive income. And the second thing we want to always focus on is equity capture. Now equity capture, let me explain what that actually is. When you buy a house, if you buy it below market value, you are capturing equity. Let me give you an example. 
Let's say the normal market value for a house is $150,000. But you, as an investor, put a lower offer in and you eventually buy it for $120,000. Well, $150,000 minus $120,000, that's $30,000 in equity captured. That's money back in your pocket. Basically, you can tap that, tap into that to actually use that to buy another property. That's equity capture. We want to get equity capture when we buy our properties because as investors, we rarely ever pay, pay top dollar. There's no need for that. There's so many properties. I remember the old saying, there's so many fish in the sea. Well, there are so many properties on the land. There's so many out there that if you just find the right ones, you will absolutely do well. So we get that equity capture. And let me give you a huge pro tip. This is something you need to put in your brain. This is a saying that you actually must remember. You make your money when you buy the property. Again, I'll say that one more time. You make your money when you buy the property. You realize you get that money in your pocket when you sell. So you really only make money when you buy it. So if you buy it right, you're gonna make money. If you don't buy it right, you pay too much for it, you're gonna lose money. Remember, you make your money when you buy the property. You realize your money when you sell the property. And the third thing is that location does not matter. I'll say that one more time. Location does not matter. Now, everybody has heard this, I guess, phrase, location, location, location. That's all real estate's about, location, location, location. Well, we're investors. That is the wrong advice. We're not homeowners. We don't care about that. Of course, we'd rather have nice areas and really like San Francisco, New York, or someplace that's really gonna be really expensive. Yeah, but you're gonna be paying out your nose. They'd be paying so much money to buy those properties. Location, location, location does not matter for us as real estate investors. The reason why everybody needs a place to live and everybody lives all over the country. So as long as people are living inside of a city where you're gonna be buying and there are managers that can manage the properties, as long as there are people that are gonna be able to pay rent, you're gonna have a good property. So location doesn't matter. And that's what I love to do with all my students. All my coaching students on the Real Estate Wealth Builders, that's the membership that I have, literally giving them everything on how to build a property and do group coaching. I show them that they can invest all over the country. I personally started investing when I was in California. I lived in California in 2006, and I started buying properties in Ohio, Texas, and Arizona. Now I have students that are branching out all over the country, got like in Florida, South Carolina, Ohio, um, Indianapolis, Tennessee, Texas, all these other states. I mean, there's so many states that we can buy. These are just naming a few of them. Now, location doesn't matter if you're investing for passive income and cash flow, and people are already living there. Now, if you're in like the Antarctic where nobody's living, I would say don't buy that property because nobody's living there. You want to focus on locations that people want and are living there because everybody has to have a place to live. Another key to a profitable income property is where you can buy a house, put some money into it, and make the value worth more than the value that you put into or the money that you put into it. Let me give you an example. Really easy numbers. Let's say you bought a house for $200,000, but that $200,000, you need to put some money into it. You need to put maybe $20,000 into the property. Well, in putting in that $20,000 in carpets, painting, kitchen, all that sort of stuff, you make it worth $50,000 more total. So you bought it for $200,000. You put $20,000 into it, which means you're into it $220,000. But now it's worth $250,000 You've just made $30,000 in forced appreciation because of the work you put into it. 
It's beautiful. So if you do that as well, that's another way that you're going to be making money over top of the passive income, equity capture, you're focusing on also having forced appreciation. Another huge thing that you must know is number five is rentability. Can you actually rent this property? Do people really want to rent it? And here is a huge pro tip, a huge key. Now, you'll always hear me say you need to build the business first. Other real estate investors or coaches will say, oh, find a property, run the numbers, buy it, then find somebody to fix it up and then get a tenant in there. In fact, that's the absolute backwards way to do it. We don't do it here at Master Passive Income. What we do is we build the business first. We build the business first so that we know for certain, number one, we have somebody that's gonna manage the property. Number two, we know that the manager is telling us people will rent it. Number three, we know how much we could rent it for because the manager is already renting other properties, very much similar to it, saying, well, you could probably rent it for 1,400. Good, you already know that, let me put that in there. You already have the people to fix it up, you already have everything ready. So if you build the business first, you know you're gonna have the, it's gonna be a rentable property. And you're gonna know beforehand how much it's gonna cost to fix up because you already have your contractors going through there. That's everything about building your business first. That's something I love to do in all my coaching is showing literally everybody building the business first is the only way really to succeed in this business. Another huge key that you need to know is clientele. What type of clientele that you actually have that are gonna be your tenants? Are they upper class? Are they middle class? Are they lower middle class? Are they lower class? What is the type of makeup of your clientele? And that's something that if you build the business first, you're gonna know that because the experts in the area, the, the real estate agents, the wholesalers, the property managers, they're gonna tell you what type of clientele. Now, I'm not speaking negatively on anybody, it's just the way of, way of life. People that are on middle class don't move very much. They you know, get stuck, they're not stuck, but they're working that J-O-B, that just overbroke job. Kids are in school and I love renting to families and they just don't move, which is great because that makes me money. I don't have to turn over the property, fix it up and get somebody else in there. But lower class people, they tend to move a little bit more. I know I have properties in lower class neighborhoods where there's actually having people move out within a year and a half not like four years in the middle class to upper class property. So you just have to be aware of that. And you would know those numbers to put into your business from every single property because you already built the business first. Your property managers, your realtors, they're gonna tell you about the clientele so that you already know what it's gonna be like and already expect what's gonna happen with that property. And another thing is I want you to subscribe and like this video. It'll help YouTube, their algorithm, to actually send this out to more people if you appreciate this. I appreciate you being here and also hit that notification bell so you'll see all these great videos. And I'm not done, there's still more, much more to go through. The next one is crime. After you hit the notification bell, you realize that there are crime here that in every single area you have to account for. Now there is high crime, middle crime, and lower crime, but at the same time, there are things that you need to be aware of. Even some places that have moderately high crime can potentially be okay to, to actually own and have a rental property. And in these areas with high, middle, or low crime, what you really wanna do is a couple things. Number one, talk to your property manager. They're gonna let you know about the crime. And if they do not want to actually manage a property that you're gonna buy or that you actually own, you're gonna be stuck with nobody to manage your property. You're gonna to try to do it yourself and it's gonna be a headache. That's why we do not buy a property until our property manager signs off on it. Now, the higher middle and low crime, you can also go to the PD, like the, the police department, go to their website, usually post all their crime statistics. In fact, I actually have a video, an entire video showing you how to actually do your crime research. Check in the description for that crime video on how you can actually utilize the 
police department, find all their crime data, and see what every part of that entire city is and how the crime is there as well. And another thing that you need to be concerned about or watch out for are property taxes. And I'll actually give you a lesson learned that I actually literally went through myself. So I was investing in Texas and I started investing in, in um, Houston, Texas, and I bought a property and I looked up before I bought the property, I counted for taxes. I, okay, the county taxes are going to be like, I don't know, 12, 14, 1500 bucks a month, something like that. Relatively low. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to make good passive income. This is fantastic. I'm really looking good. Then I get a tax bill. After I buy the property, after it's already rented, after everything's going, I get another tax bill from the city. The city sent me a tax bill for $2,800. No, no, $2,600. Literally sent me a tax bill for $2,600 because that's how they pay for their schools in that city. So there's two taxes, the county and the city. I learned my lesson the hard way. So when you're buying properties, talk to your realtors, talk to your property managers. Ask of every single type of tax fee and everything else that you might have. And I can teach anybody how to invest in real estate. I can show anybody exactly the steps, actually get them to build a business, but I can't get them over that hurdle. Like for you, I can't get you over that hurdle to say, you know what? I can do it. Tell yourself, I can do it. Like I'm an investor now, I can do it. That mindset shift is what I can't do. That's something that is all on you. And that's why I have the show is to show you literally how to do it. And on top of that, I'm giving you the tools to actually do this. Now, if you want to take that to the next level, want me to actually coach you, walk you through, making sure you're buying the right properties, investing in the right areas of the country, making $250 a month in passive income. Let's get on a free call where we look to see if we are going to be a great fit for coaching. Go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash book a call, all one word. It'll be in the description as well. And don't forget to get my free real estate investing course. This will get you started to help you realize that yes, you can do it. And then we have the coaching for you. I want to be as available to you as possible. So get started right away. Don't let life pass you by. Now is the time to get started. The best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is today, just like buying that property. All right, you guys are awesome. I will see you guys next week. See ya.